don't care. If everybody jumped up who pays um, ABT or pay me or donate whatever phrase you want to use, if they jumped up after this room today and be like, well, man, we ain't donate. We ain't getting, you know, we don't like this message. Y'all think I'm going to change it up? I'm petty. I'm going to double down. I'll come back the next week and add even more to it and then tell you to keep your money. I do not care. I'm not going to the lake of fire for nobody, and you shouldn't either. A lot of these guys, cats, dragging y'all straight to the lake of fire, and y'all letting them. I'm trying to save you from you. The disciples knew. That's what the instructions he gave them. If you disobey that gospel, you go into the lake of fire. What's the purpose of trying to save Sodom and Gomorrah if you're going to burn with them? That's crazy. Either just let me burn with them because I'm going to burn anyway or give me the option of getting away. But I don't want to preach to them and burn with them. That's stupid. Right. But that's what a lot of y'all doing. You preaching to them and you going to burn with them because you don't know how to shake out the dust of your feet. If I'm a burn with them, I don't want to preach to them. And if I'm a preach with, to them, I don't want to burn with them. You feel me? That doesn't make any sense, right? But look what it says. Read the next verse. Watch what it says they did. Read the next one. And they, and they departed and went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Notice in Mark, it just said they were preaching repent. But in Luke, it lets you know they were preaching the gospel. So this is a rule of the gospel, y'all. This is a rule. Shaking the dust off your feet when you have determined that people are not going to change their view. That is a rule. That is a commandment. It's not advice. It's not a suggestion. It's a commandment. It's a rule of the gospel. Disobey it if you want to. See what you gonna see what's gonna happen to you. That's why he told them that. He didn't tell them keep on arguing to the people for years. I got brothers on this clubhouse app who've been knowing me online only, going back 12, 13 years, still trying to hunt me down to argue with me some more. Still looking for me. Still put my name in the title of stuff. 13 years we going on. Why haven't they shaken the dust off their feet? Concerning me. Clearly, he don't want to hear what they got to say. He's not interested. Why can't they shake the dust off their feet? Concerning me. People do the same thing on clubhouse. New people. Come in my room. We going back and forth. He clearly don't want to hear it. They make a room. Okay, that's supposed to be the, that's supposed to be the end of it. You don't say what you had to say. They come back in. Try to argue with you some more. Make more room. Go in other people's rooms talking about you. Join in with them. And they all swear they're just going to walk into the kingdom. No. Y'all don't know how to leave stuff alone. Y'all don't know how to let stuff go. That's all Jesus is telling you to do. They don't want to hear it. Leave it alone. Go talk to somebody else. Don't stand there and not argue with them. Leave. Don't be in the audience to them. Don't be in the room with them. Don't be in the house with them. Leave. That's why he said when you leave that city. Keep it moving. Y'all don't know how to keep it moving. 
Now I got to show y'all that you're down. That's what it's going to take. Y'all got to tell you, show you that you're down because you don't want to stop. Maybe that'll scare you straight. And y'all know what y'all reading. You're going to be like, well, I don't really agree with that. No, we're going to see it. Make any excuses you want to to keep avoiding shaking off the dust of your feet. I'm not going to keep telling you because if I don't, if I keep trying to tell you, then now I'm violating. You feel me? Right. So once you know it, that's on you. But let's move on. Let's go to Luke chapter 10. See, in Mark 6 and Luke 9, we saw how he did it with the first 12. Now let's see what he's going to do with the 70. Because he did, he, he did this more than once. He gave his rule more than once. He's emphasizing something. This is technically the second time. We read the same thing twice in Mark and Luke. So that's one time. This is the second time we're reading it, right? Because it's dealing with the seven. So this is Luke chapter 10, still in the book of Luke, verse 1, and then we're going to skip. Read that, please, Kevin. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place where he himself would come. So he's setting them up the same way he set the disciples up and he's sending them two and two. You can read all this on your own time and see the same instructions that he basically gave them. But skip down and read verses 10 to 12 and watch what he says. But into whatsoever city ye enter, and they receive you not, go your ways out into the streets of the same, and say, But into whatsoever city ye enter, and they receive you not, meaning they ain't trying to hear what you're teaching, bro. They ain't trying to hear your argument. Nothing. It says, Go your ways out into the streets of the same, and say, He even told them to say this. That's crazy when you think about it. He told them to actually say this. Go ahead and read. 11. Even the very dust of your city, which cleaveth on us, we do wipe off against you. Notwithstanding, be ye sure of this, that the kingdom of God has come nay unto you. Look what he said. Even the very dust of your city, which cleaveth on us, we do wipe off against you. As a testimony against you. You know, that's us saying that we did our job. We tried to warn you. Right? We do wipe off against you. Notwithstanding, be ye sure of this, that the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. The kingdom of God has come near unto you. In other words, we preach the kingdom of God, and it's near at hand. We preach the gospel, because that's what the gospel is. But look what else it said. Verse 10, but into whatever city you enter and they receive you not, go your ways. What do go their ways mean, Kevin? Go about your way. Get up out of there. Go, go about your way. Get up out of there. Leave. Yeah. Every time we read this, they leave. Yeah. Why can't you leave? Because you don't want to obey the gospel. Leave. Y'all can't leave. Y'all telling me you're done, but I go in the clubhouse hallway. Um, it, it's salvation just for Israel. I look on the stage, see the same people. Some of our people. You know who you are. I ain't got to put you out there. Oh, I'm just in the audience. 
Why are you even there? Why haven't you gone your way? The disciples didn't even stick around and hear other people argue about stuff. They left. That's the rule of the gospel. While you sitting there listening to somebody argue about something you claim you done with, you could be in another room trying to preach the gospel to people who ain't ever heard it. I work in construction. I do electrical work. I've been placed over people. <coughs> people doing their job. When they finish one project, what do you tell them to do, Kevin, if they finish one project? Go to the next one. Go to the next one. What y'all do, y'all finish with the project of trying to deal with the people. Okay, I'm done. He don't want to hear. But you're just sitting there. Go and find somebody else. Move to the next project. You're done here. Y'all just sitting there. Hours. They could be in another room. You could be trying to reason with somebody who ain't ever heard you. But y'all get comfortable with arguing and dealing with the same people like you're some kind of abusive relationship that you can't get out of. You can't sever ties with people. You got attachment issues. The same people all the time. I recognize the names because I, they follow me and I follow them. Please. How long am I supposed to sit in a room and listen to um, faithful to God argue about what's wrong with the Hebrew Israelites? I know his whole um Dialogue. His whole act, if that's what you want to call it. I've heard it. Why would I be sitting in there listening to that? Especially if I don't agree. Faithful been arguing against the Hebrew Israelites for years. They don't want to hear him. Now, I don't know if he go in other people's rooms. I don't know about that. But if he did, he need to learn to shake off the dust of his feet. I don't know if he actually does it. But you don't want to be sitting there either. You're supposed to leave, move on. One thing I discovered about Clubhouse, and this was amazing to me. I don't know if y'all discovered this either. But when you just keep scrolling, you see other religious-based rooms with interesting topics that some of us ain't ever even talked about. Why don't you go on one of them rooms? Try to meet some new people. Try to, try to you know, do some networking. Try to get some new people. I love LaRon Campbell and Bleedo, like brothers. I really do. I have no ill will against them. I don't. But I am done with them. It's just the way it is. I know how to sever ties. Y'all get emotionally connected to these people. Y'all think emotionally connected means you love them. No. You could be emotionally connected to somebody through hate. Y'all know that, right? Yeah. That's not the only love is not the only emotional connection. You can hate somebody and be attached to them through that hate. I know more. You are supposed to leave and let them know when you leave. I've done my job. It's not on me anymore. I'm sure that Paul even said that. It's not on me anymore. It's on you. And as long as they're talking about the same old, same old, you don't be up in there. And they always talk about the same old, same old. So I should never see you in there. I should. I should never see you in there. But I go in the clubhouse, Kevin. I go and I go in the hallways and I see it's salvation just for the Gentiles or it's only for Israel, right? I can't even tell you how long 
we've debated this just on Clubhouse alone. This is on Clubhouse. I ain't even taking it to other platforms. Just on Clubhouse, I couldn't tell you how many times this has been debated. And I look on the stage and I see the same people. You are an unprofitable servant. You need to be out somewhere else trying to win over, trying to be a fisherman of people. You sit in the middle of a lake and you ain't caught a fish all day, but you refuse to move. Move. Go to another lake or another part of the lake. Y'all just sit in the lake. Do, 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 ain't nobody. The fish are on by the day. Hey, I'm not moving. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus had a keep it moving mentality. And they get mad at me. And they wonder why I got to keep it moving mentality. Kevin, people get on this stage. They ain't trying to hear the truth. I give them an opportunity. I ask them real questions. They don't be set up questions. They be real legitimate questions. I see them trying to run game on me. I kick them off the stage. I got to keep it moving. Because every second I waste on a person who don't want to hear it is time I could have spent trying to teach somebody who's actually curious about this word. Y'all are cheating a lot of people who really want to hear this out of the time that they deserve. That's why when I did that class about when does the day begin and I saw Bleedo come on the stage, I didn't immediately kick him out. I let him sit on the stage until it was getting close to him coming up in the queue, and then I kicked him out. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Y'all know why? Because I'm trying to teach Bleedo that done means done. I wanted him to get his hopes up and think, oh, oh, uh, here we go again. Josh and Bleedo part two. <laughs> Here we go again. Let's crank this thing back up. Just like we did back in the day. I let it get all the way to him, and then I kicked him out. <laughs> and I think that other brother, KB, came on the stage. And he, asked, he said, Bleedo reached out to him and asked him what happened. I told KB the same thing. I don't hide what I do. I'm done. When I say I'm done, I am done. I have shaken out the dust of my feet, bro. Still love you. Still got your back if you need my help. Any one of them brothers can reach out to me right now in all sincerity and seriousness and be like, Brother Josh, can you throw your boy something? I mean, I need the money for groceries or whatever. I would send it to him if I got it. I don't hate these people. But I'm not going to keep trying to debate you and argue with you about something that you don't want to hear. You've already told me that. Because now I'm disobeying the gospel. Everything I do, I can back it up in this book. I don't just do things. I'm not like the joker. Well, at least when it comes to the Bible, because outside of the word, that's a whole different story. <laughs> I, just do, I, just, I just do things. <laughs> but other than that, when it comes to the word, I'm not like the joke, right? But y'all see what he said, right? Now read the very next verse. He's going to say the same thing that he said about Sodom and Gomorrah. Read that. Verse 12. But I say unto you, this shall be more tolerable in that day of Sodom. Therefore, that's it. See, y'all have to understand that when people don't hear what you're teaching and you're teaching the truth of this gospel and you depart after you shake off the dust of your feet, Jesus has already told you that it's going to be more tolerable for Solomon Gomorrah than it is for those people who didn't want to hear your message. That's, that's, that's scary. But what's even scarier is knowing that you're going to be among them when God show, show more tolerance for Solomon and Gomorrah than he did for them. 
don't want to preach to y'all and then be destroyed with y'all. That is stupid. That's why you shake off the dust of your feet. That's another reason why. Because you don't want to be nowhere near the destruction. You feel me? I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here, bro. This whole place about to get nuked. You feel me? I'm out of here. <laughs> Y'all stay right around. God said he gonna destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And then you pull up a church and sit with your arms folded. I ain't telling y'all nothing else. I'm just letting you know. But but dude, you just said this old place gonna get destroyed, right? Yeah. Then don't you think you should get the hell out of here? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. No, leave. Depart. That's what you supposed to do. Well, let's move on, man. I be trying to I try to make it plain for him, Kevin. I try to make it plain, bro. I really do. <laughs> I'm trying to make it plain, man. Let's go to Acts chapter 13. I'm trying to save you from you. That's right, Charles Goodlow. And don't look back either. That's another That's thing, too. I did a whole class right. on that. I did a whole class on that about just not looking back. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Y'all gonna let these apps get y'all in trouble. There are rules to this thing. I can always tell who the people who don't know how to shake off the dust of their feet. It's the same old arguments. Same old arguments. Same people. It's not even different people. It's the same people keep popping up. How many times are you going to open up a room talking about when does the day begin? Oh, Lord. And only have the same six people showing up. Let it go. Okay, you don't say what you believe. Nobody's, and that's another sign. When nobody's really even showing up, that's the clearest sign of all that ain't nobody trying to hear it. They ain't even showing up. It's time to move on. If not physically, then, you know, metaphorically, like move on to another topic. Right? We don't know how to let stuff go. Right? They, you, we, we, we got pride. Well, if I start arguing about it, they're going to think that my silence is an, is a confession that they're right. No, it's not. That just means I'm tired of dumb. Arguing with your dumb behind. That's all that means. I can't count how many times I tell people I don't want to argue with you about it. He's scared. He's scared. Yeah, I am scared. I tell everybody, dude, I'm scared of all of these guys on Clubhouse. Every last one of them. I tell all y'all right now, Brother Josh is terrified of them. Terrified that if I keep dealing with them, I'm going to damn myself. Mm. I am afraid of y'all because y'all on the one-way um, track to hell. And y'all <laughs> trying to take as many people y'all as y'all can. As y'all can. Facts. And if any of y'all are fans of zombie movies, I recently started watching Black Summer, by the way. That thing is a trip, by the way, y'all. Right, cause them them doing zombies be chasing the heck out of people. <laughs> I mean, bro, if you got if you got asthma, you get caught. I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> and they change real fast too. Like if you get bit, Kevin J, two minutes later you won. Oh wow! And they don't even try to like eat you up, like you know, on The Walking Dead. They bite you. And that thing, no, you up and you chasing everybody else with them, and they run. I mean, wow, do they run? But I'm telling y'all that, like, I'm afraid of these people, like, in that, in um, Black Summer, it's like, 
on every corner, you see one of them things, you running like crazy because they're trying to get you. That's how I feel about people on Clubhouse. They're trying to get me, like take me to hell. So yes, I'm afraid of y'all. I'm not trying to let y'all cost me, cost me my salvation. You're not worth it. And they'll tell you you scared of them after you don't already defeated them. That's crazy. Oh, he's scared. Scared of what? Running it back? Fighting you again? I ain't never heard I ain't never heard such absurdity in my life, Kevin. You fight somebody and you beat them down. But because they want a rematch and you don't want to get one, you scared. No. What kind of, if I was scared, I would have fought you in the first place. Right. <laughs> People say anything. You scared? Ain't nobody scared of you. Not in that sense. I'm scared if I keep dealing with you, my God gonna send me to hell. I'm scared of my God. I'm not scared of you. I fear God, not you. A lot of y'all fear what men think about you more than what your God thinks about you. <clears throat> I don't care if any of these clowns on club, I think I'm afraid of them. First of all, everybody know that Josh is a lion anyway. They know I ain't afraid of them. Y'all don't see me put my enemies to silence time and time again. So it's amazing to me that people even try to play the he's scared card. That's crazy that anybody who knows me and seen what I've done would even try to play that card with me. Y'all need to come up with a new tactic. Ain't nobody believing Josh Scare. Not anybody who know me. Ain't nobody believing that. And that's another thing for the rest of y'all. If people have seen you in action, like Dre and Trilla, I've seen these brothers in action. You feel me? I've seen them in action. They're not afraid of anybody. If they don't want to deal with you, it's because they think you're stupid. Or they think that they've done all they could do. So don't even try to put the little he's scared card. No, they, we just shaking off the dust of our feet. Right? So this is Acts 13. This is Paul and his companions. Y'all have read this before, but we're going to add something in that we didn't deal with the last time we read it. This is Acts 13, 42 to 52. This is after Paul was given the opportunity to speak in the synagogue about Jesus being the foretold Messiah in prophecy. Now watch what he tells them. This is Acts 13, 42 to 52. Read that, please. And when the Jews were going out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. So the Jews and the Gentiles, non-Hebrews, were keeping the Sabbath. These Gentiles were proselytes. They're converts. A proselyte is a non-Hebrew convert to the Hebrew faith. So that means the Gentiles were keeping the Sabbath day and the dietary law and all the other good stuff. Right? But go ahead and read. 43. Now when the congregation was broken up, Many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of grace of God. Mm -hmm. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. See, Paul and Barnabas were so interesting in what they were bringing. It said the next Sabbath day, the next week, almost the whole city came to hear the word of God. And they were teaching the gospel. This is what word of God means right here. The gospel. Because they're teaching Jesus Christ. Right? So they're preaching the gospel. Go ahead and read. 45. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. And this is what y'all have to learn as teachers and preachers of the word. A lot of people don't disagree with you because they actually think you're wrong. 
a lot of people just disagree with you because they're jealous of the attention you're getting. Notice that when the Jews saw the multitudes, I mean, they saw the crowds. They saw the number of people in your clubhouse room. Right? Jealousy is something else. I just wanted to throw that out there so y'all can see. Don't think that everybody who y'all are arguing with and been arguing with disagree with you in principle. They disagree with you because they're jealous of you. <clears throat> Jealousy produces a disagreeable spirit. That's what it does by nature. It makes somebody against you. That's what it does. Right, but continue reading. Just said that shit. 46. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But see, ye put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life. Lo, we turn to the Gentiles. So Paul is saying the word of God was supposed to be preached to you first, Israel. But since you judge yourselves word of everlasting life and put it away from you, in, word, in other words, you don't want to hear it, right. low, which means look, we turn to the Gentiles. In other words, we're moving on. Right. We're keeping it moving. And the only people a lot of y'all are arguing with on this app are Israelites. When you going to tell them low, we turn to the Gentiles. Mm. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to specifically say that, but in another way of saying it is, low, we can talk to somebody else. See, y'all don't want to do that. Y'all want to keep trying to bring the gospel to people who put it away from them. And then when you're done doing that, you don't want to move on. You just want to sit and listen to other people try to present the gospel to the same people who put it away from them when you try to present it to them. What kind of sense does that make? Don't just stop arguing with them. Stop coming in their rooms if they're arguing about the same controversial stuff that they didn't want to hear when you brought it to them. You got a job to do. You finish that project, move on. Go talk to somebody else. And if there's nobody else to talk to, go find something else to do. Watch a movie, read a book. Go ride your bike, go jogging, anything but dealing with the same people who don't want to hear it or being an audience to them while they reject it from somebody other than you. You're supposed to keep it moving. That's what I do to people. I tell them to keep it moving. You don't want to hear this? Okay, keep it moving. Get off my stage. You really be rude? Get out my room. I operate like them. If y'all were back with Paul and Barnabas, a lot of y'all would have got left behind. They would have kept, hey, come on, Kevin J, man, we done, man. They don't want to hear that. Nah, I think I'm going to stay in Key Arden. Suit yourself. They would have left you right there. But watch what else it says. Keep reading. For so have the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles that thou shouldst be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. Mm -hmm. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as were ordained to eternal life, believed. Mm -hmm. And the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. But, mm -hmm. but the Jews, but the Jews stirred up the devout and honorable women and the chief men of the city 
and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of their coast. So eventually the Jews stirred up devout and honorable women and the chief men of the city, you know, like people with positions, high positions, and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas. In other words, they turned the whole city against them pretty much. Right? right. And expelled them out of their coast. In other words, they kicked them out. Some of y'all have been kicked out of rooms and come right back. <laughs> right. You know I ain't like that, right. right? Right. Let's see what Paul and Barnabas did. Go ahead and read. But they shook off the dust of their feet against them and came unto Iconium. Wait a minute. Was Paul and Barnabas one of the original 12, Kevin? No. Were they one of the 72 that Jesus sent out? I mean, the 70, the 17 that Jesus sent out? Uh, Two by two? So why are they doing the same thing that Jesus instructed the 12 and the 70 to do? Because they knew that was a rule of the gospel. That's a law. Precept. That's a precept. (laughs) So why aren't y'all doing it? Once they realize, yo, they don't want to hear this, we out. They leave, but it says they shook off the dust of their feet against them. Exactly what Jesus commanded the original 12 and the 70 after them to do. If it made it all the way to Paul and Barnabas, that means that was a commandment of the gospel. Amen. Why don't y'all shake off the dust of y'all feet? (sighs) Same people y'all arguing with. Same names. Same rooms. Another prophetic hearing. You right in that whip. I just wanted to record. You are breaking the rules of the gospel. You will be sent to hell if you don't stop and repent. You're not obeying the gospel. Paul and Barnabas, they obeyed the gospel. It didn't say they tried to keep arguing with these people. Y'all need to do the same thing. Y'all are unprofitable servants. You want to keep doing the same thing with the same people. There are literally, literally billions of people who haven't heard what we teach. Billions. Hundreds of thousands on Clubhouse alone. And y'all want to keep going to the same rooms, arguing with the same people. You want to keep Messing with that same original project that you started on. God got a hundred projects for you. You still stuck on the first one. What would you do if you worked in a job and you gave somebody ten projects to finish for the day? You come back eight hours later, they still on the original project. And they ain't even wow. done with it. What you gonna do? You gonna fire them? Do I gave you ten projects and you still on that first one? Is it too hard for you? You know, I'm trying to be reasonable. Is it too hard for you? Did you not understand? No, I, I understood. Then what you still on it for then? No, I just want to keep dealing with it. You fight. Let me get somebody here who's going to actually finish stuff. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I want y'all to understand that. We got to be better than this, man. Because y'all going to hell if you don't stop this madness. It's not a suggestion. It's not Josh suggesting y'all for the sake of your health or your sanity to stop. This is Jesus saying you are not allowed. 
learn to obey the gospel. Let's move on. We saw what they did. Paul said he shook off the dust of his feet against them. That's gospel, right? Now we're going right over to Acts chapter 14, read 1 and 2. Let's see what else happened. Well, read verse, read verse, let me see what you're talking Read verse 52. Read verse 52. And then go on over to the next chapter. But they, okay, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. See, they were filled with joy. In other words, you know, they rejoiced. Just like Peter said, if somebody suffers as a Christian, you know what I'm saying? Be happy, right? But it says, but they shook off the dust of their feet against them and came to Iconium. So they're in another city, right? Now go right over to chapter 14 and read verses 1 and 2. Then we're going to skip. Read that. And it came to pass in Iconium that they went both together into the synagogue of the Jews. And so spake that a great multitude both of the Jews and also of the, of the Greeks believed. So, you know, you got a lot of people from among the Jews and the Greeks believing. The Jews and the non-Jews. The Gentiles. Go ahead and read. Two. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil affected against the brethren. See, haters were around even back then, y'all. Right. Because <laughs> it said that they were believing, and it says, but the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil affected against the brethren. Y'all see how people can influence the way you think? Yeah. In other words, this is saying they made them think evil of them. There's another reason why you should separate yourself from certain people. Right? But watch what it says. Skip down and read verses 6 and 7. This is Acts chapter 14, verse 6. They, they, were, they were aware of it and fled unto Lystra and Derbe, cities of, of Lyconia, and unto the region that lieth around about. But see, what happened and is they, after they stirred up these Gentiles and made their minds evil effect against the brethren, they, the brethren, you know, Paul and his companions, they got word that these people were going to try to kill them. Right? So they fled when they became aware of it unto Lystra and Derby, cities of Lycaonia, and unto the region that lieth round about. Continue. And what did they do? And there they preached the gospel. And there they preached the gospel. So I just took y'all here so y'all can see that sometimes when you can see that there's a lot of animosity towards you in a room or in real life. You got to flee. But it's telling you what they were doing. They were preaching the gospel. That's what they were doing in 13. That's what they were doing in 14. Right? Right. So they shook the dust off their feet. They kept it moving. They went to Iconium. When they got too hot there, time to move on. So y'all got to keep it moving. Y'all don't know how to keep moving. Y'all setting up camp in places. That's what y'all were doing. Y'all don't know how to shake the dust off y'all feet. Y'all ain't keeping it moving. Paul and Barnabas, they were nomads. You feel? They were pilgrims. They kept it moving. Y'all be setting up shop. Do some of y'all mail that y'all get probably is addressed to a certain club I run. That's how y'all be up and y'all live there. They had to keep it moving mentality. This is what Jesus told them to do. We got work to do. You're supposed to be setting up shop. You're supposed to teach. 
If they're hearing it, teach them everything that you can. Keep it moving. But the moment they show you they don't want to hear it, keep it moving. Go. We out of here. You don't stay. You don't sit there and listen to them argue with somebody else. You move. A lot of y'all are not doing your job. You're just sitting on your behinds being entertained. You got work to do if you're, you know, claiming that, you know, you're taking on like an active role of trying to teach and convert people. This ain't talking to everybody because everybody ain't meant to do that. But if you jump in on clubhouse and you call yourself going back and forth with people, then you are taking upon that role. And as such, you got to follow the rules that come with that role. But y'all don't want to do that. Y'all want to go and set up shop in the same rules with the same people arguing about the same thing. You already know what that brother believed, man. What are you doing? Why are you talking to them? Why are you in the room with them? Make people chase you. See, Paul and Barnabas, let me tell y'all something. Let me just divert just a little bit, Kevin. Can I divert a little bit? Just a little bit. Go ahead, sir. Right. Paul and Barnabas keep it moving game was so strong, y'all, <laughs> that their enemies start chasing them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to show y'all that. See, that's how you know you're doing it right when they start chasing you. And yes, I have been pursued. <laughs> See, they ain't got to chase a lot of y'all because y'all gonna run into them. <laughs> y'all understand what I'm trying to show y'all? See, I didn't have that in the last time I said, can I defer a little bit? I'm gonna throw this in here so y'all can see that their keeping moving game was so strong that their enemies who didn't want to hear what they were saying in the first place said, man, we got to chase these dudes down and start hating on them wherever they go. See, when that happens, you know, boy, you, you, your dust on your feet. You ain't got no dust on your feet. You've been shaking it so much. That's how you're supposed to be. They're supposed to come to you. See, that's why LaRon and Bleedo got to come up in here if they want to see me. Because they know I'm not coming to them. <laughs> Facts. And all the rest of them, they know that. <laughs> Facts. The world knows I love shit. those brothers, but they know Josh ain't going to come up in our room. He done with us. They, they, they pretty much know that too. I mean, it ain't no bad feelings, but I mean, these brothers not stupid. They know if Josh wanted to get at them, he'd be all in their room arguing with them. They know that. That's how your enemy's supposed to be seeing you when it comes to this gospel. Like, you know, Dre and Trilla, you know, we got to come find out where they are. We got to go chase them down because they don't come in our rooms no more dealing with us. That's how you know you're doing it right. When the people you're done with start chasing you. Because they know you're not going to deal with them anymore. They don't want to be done. You done. Y'all ever dealt with an ex before who you said it was over, but they didn't want to accept it? What did they do, Kevin? <laughs> they kept it moving. I mean, I mean what, did you, what did the ex do to you? Stalk you your ass. Else, but they don't want to let it go. What the ex going to do? Stalk your crazy ass. ass. I should say. Oh, you can get some of Hey, I ain't never really dealt with no crazy order. ex, but... They're going to do what, Stephanie? They're going to do what, Stephanie? A protective order. No, that's what you do. Stop your ass. They keep, they keep coming back, y'all. You guys keep coming back. Crazy. Stop your ass. They keep doing all that. They chase you. 
Well, you, you ain't got to have dealt with one to know that it's what a crazy ex do. A stalker. Stalk your ass. Stephanie gave the next step. She said, get that, protect that. Right. Right. She jumped straight to the solution. She's solution oriented. I tried to walk y'all through that stuff, just cut straight to the chase. Man, y'all want to get that protective bar to keep Right, though. No objection or not, she went right to it. Exactly. But that's what they'll do. When you when you're done, but they can't accept it, they start chasing you. And this is what they did to follow. Let me show y'all this. Let's go to um Acts chapter seventeen. Ah, <laughs> uh, who the king, man? Who I said, though, man, I'm the king of the world. I just said this yesterday. Chapter seventeen, verse one. And now, when they had passed, when they, now when they had passed through Amphipolis, there was a synagogue of the Jews. They're talking about Paul and his companions. So Paul did most of his preaching, arguing, disputing, discussions, whatever you want to call it, in the synagogue. Right? Go ahead and read. Two. And Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them, and three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the scriptures. So three Sabbath days, he reasoned with them out of the scriptures. We don't know if that meant just on three Sabbaths or for 21 days. Uh, we don't know because the synagogues were not, wasn't just open on the Sabbath day, right? So we don't know. But the point is, we know he put in enough time, right? Go ahead and read. Three, opening and alleging that Christ must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead, and that this Jesus, whom I preach unto you, is Christ. So if he's teaching about Jesus being the prophesied Messiah, that he rose from the dead, that um, he's the way to salvation, he's preaching the gospel. That's all he's doing. He's preaching the gospel. Watch what it says happened. Go ahead and read. <laughs> and some of them believed and consorted with Paul and Silas and other devout Greeks and great monsters really and other chief women, not a few. <laughs> and it says, but that some will believe and consorted with Paul and Silas and of the devout Greek of great multitude and of chief women, not a few. So that means a lot of people, you know, believe the gospel. Right? That's what you're reading for Not yet. <laughs> right. For the Jews, which believe not, move with envy to unto them certain new fellows of the basis for and gathered a company, and, and set all the city on an uproar, and assaulted the house of Jason, and sought to bring <laughs> it out to the temple. Right. So, they're doing this to try to get to Paul and his companions. You know, again, you go to envy, you go to jealousy, right? Now, these people wanted to hear, but some people didn't want to hear, right? So, Paul, like I told you, Paul and his companions, their keeping moving game was strong. Skip down and read verses 10 to 14 and watch what it says. Verse 10. And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. Mm -hmm. And these were more noble than those of Thessalonica. 
and that they receive the word with all readiness of mind and search the scriptures daily whether those things were so. So the people of Berea was more noble than the people of Thessalonica. They re they received the word with more readiness of mind. They were more ready to hear. And they were fact-checking with Paul and his companions. That's why I said they searched the scriptures daily where those things were so. So Paul would say this is what it says about the Messiah in the Old Testament, like in Isaiah or in Jeremiah. And they would go behind him. Yeah, it does say that. Right? right. Exactly. But they, they so, but they done with the Thessalonians, right? They don't shook off the dust of their feet because, you know, after they got kicked out in Acts 13, it said they shook off the dust, the dust of their feet against those people and with the Iconium. So, you know, even though it's not written here, you know they had to do the same thing. That's what they do. When you don't want to re receive it, we shake off the dust of our feet, right? So, they done with the Thessalonians, but their moving game was so strong, Kev. Read the next verse. Therefore, many of them believed also of honorable women, which were the Greeks, and, and of men, and not a few. Mm -hmm. But when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached of Paul at Berea, they came thither also and stirred the, the people. It said, but when the Jews of Thessalonica, the ones who didn't want to hear it, right. the ones who Paul and his companions shook off the dust of their feet again. Okay, we know what you do. You don't want to hear it. What did the people of Thessalonians do? They came there. <laughs> they followed Paul and his companions to Berea and stirred up the people. They had traveled, boy. They traveled. In other words, they came to you. See, that's how you know that you're shaking the dust off your feet game is strong. When you're so done with somebody, they know the only way I even get a chance of talking to this dude again, I got to come to him. Mm -hmm. See, that's how you're supposed to be. When they start chasing you around, they can't keep their name, your name out of their mouths. That's how you know you're doing your job. Even if you know you can say none of them about them, public or private, but they can't keep their name, your name out of their mouths. They're always trying to follow you into a room wherever you are to try to argue with you and turn people against you. This is a, this is one sign. It's not the only sign, but this is a definite sign that you're doing it right. They're hearing about what you're doing in other rooms. They want to come there and they want to try to stir the people up and turn them against you by arguing with you even more. Mm. Let's see what Paul did that. What? This is going to be 14. And then immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go as they were to the sea. But Silas and Timothy abode their fear. So it said, they immediately sent um, Paul to go as they were to the sea. But Silas and Timothy uh, abode their seal. Because they were trying to be, to, you know, preserve, you know, their life and all that stuff. And these other guys stayed there. But it don't say that they stayed there teaching the people. But I'm just showing y'all that this is what they do. If you shake off the dust of your feet against them and you're done with them, sometimes they'll pursue you. They'll come in your room. They'll post on your channel. They'll post on your Facebook um, news feed. They'll DM you out of nowhere. We don't supposed to be like that. 
We are commanded to shake off the dust of our feet mm. if they don't want to hear it. I didn't know Paul and Barnabas were not among the original 12 or the 70 that Jesus sent out afterwards with those specific instructions. So mm. why are they operating just like that? Because they knew that's a rule of the gospel. That was not just for the 12 or those 70. That was a rule. That's why they're operating like that. And if we say we obey the gospel, that's how we're supposed to be operating. So why are we not? Why are we setting up shop? Why are we getting comfortable with the same people? Arguing. I ain't saying teaching. I'm talking about arguing. Why are we getting comfortable? How many times am I supposed to debate do the Gentiles get salvation too? How many times am I supposed to debate that crap? Why do they want to keep debating? They're not bringing anything new. Even when I debate the same thing, I bring new material. They're not bringing anything new. How many times are we supposed to debate the verge of birth? How many times are we supposed to debate that we're still supposed to be keeping the law? With the same people now. I'm, I'm talking about with the same people. I ain't saying in general. With the same people. You made that verge of birth. Why do the same people that? keep jumping up? I want to debate Drake on this. I want to debate Trilla on that. I want to debate Josh on this. I want to debate Kevin J on that. It's the same people. It's not the topic so much as the people I'm tired of debating. It's the same people. You don't want to hear it. Keep it moving. I want to talk to somebody else. Paul them wasn't changing their doctrine. They were changing their audience. Right. Y'all don't want to change the audience. Y'all like being booed. Who wants to go on Apollo amateur night and get booed every night? Y'all know, you know, they boo you, they mean they don't like what you're doing, <laughs> right? Y'all like a booing party? Sam Man drags you off the stage every night and you just keep coming back. Ain't you changing your act? Y'all like getting booed. Sometimes it's not, and I'm telling y'all, any stand-up, professional stand-up comedian will tell you this, and I know this because I almost consider being a stand-up comedian. Right? <laughs> so I could research and, you know, look at people's material. Any stand-up comedian who's been doing it for a while will tell you it's not just your material that determines if you're going to be successful or not. It's also your audience. There are certain jokes that you can't tell in certain cities and get the same response that you would in, say, your hometown. You will get booed off the stage. Dave Chappelle even said recently, about a couple of years ago, two years ago, Dave Chappelle is considered one of the ghosts. And about two years ago, one of his stands up on Netflix, he said he got booed out of a bar. A lot of y'all can't even imagine Dave Chappelle getting booed this late in his career. It was the audience. But y'all just want to deal with an audience that you already know going in. Same audience. It's not even people with the same mindset as the audience you dealt with. It's the exact same people. And y'all want to keep performing for them and get booed. That is crazy. Change your audience. Don't change the doctrine. Change your audience. For all of this, stop teaching that Jesus is the Messiah. They just took that information and presented it to a new audience. That's how you shake the dust off your feet. I'm tired of talking to y'all. Y'all don't want to hear it. Oh, he, he, Drake think he better than us. Trilla think he too good. No, bro, I'm just, I love y'all. I really do. But there are 
out here who hasn't heard this message that I'm trying to bring. I want to hear. I want to try to bring it to them. And not only are we learning that, Kevin J, we're also learning that by them keeping it moving, they are being more successful because they tell you every time they move, more people embrace them until the haters start moving in. Right. I often wonder if y'all really want to put this work in like that. I will make you fishermen or fishers of men. I'm going to show you how to catch people. That's what Jesus told his early disciples. And then he gave them instructions on how to do it. Now I'm walking around telling Jesus how to fish. Now this is how you fish. <laughs> this is how I'm going to do it. Fish really means thoughts. Tell people how to control their thoughts, stuff. But I like what he's saying. Though I'm not trying to be rude. He said, "I'm going to make you fishers of men." In other words, I'm going to show you how to do it. Show you how to control your thoughts to control the reality. The left side is negativity. The right side is positivity. So they had they 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 nets on the left. And they weren't catching it there, so they put them on the right. The right is where you know you like manifest and stuff. I've never fished a day in my life. But even I know that if I'm sitting somewhere for hours and the fish not biting, it's time to move the boat. Right. I mean, have anybody else only say got any fish in that spirit? Can, can they agree with me on that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You follow what I'm saying? In the audience, maybe we got the people in the audience who fish. Y'all can go on the chat room. I had a phone call. I said, I've never fished a day in my life, Trilla, but I think any fisherman will tell you that if you're somewhere fishing and the fish ain't biting, it's time to move the boat. Yeah, I gotta agree. Or catch a man on the other side. Right. But you've already tried it, obviously, if you've been sitting there in that spot the whole time. It's time to move. They're not biting. Don't waste all your time in one on one person. Keep it moving. I told you I keep mm-hmm. telemarketing. My supervisors tell me all the time, don't waste all your time on one caller who is reluctant. They don't want to get it. They're saying, no, no, no. Okay, you have a nice day, sir or ma'am. And you call and you make the next call. Y'all got to understand that is the mentality of oh, a God. disciple of about Jesus. About to end this. We'll keep pick it right it back up. moving. You let them know. Yo, I did my job. I don't told you this truth. You don't want to hear it. Your blood is on you. I'm clean from you. I'm going to go teach somebody else. And that's what you do. Now, what do we do? Let's open up the room and put a title in it, like Kevin the Dutch said in the, um, the chat, with a bunch of emojis to attract them over here so we can keep on disobeying the gospel. Wow. We in trouble, sisters and brothers. It's like the it's like the further we come, the further I see we have to go. Let's move on. Let's go to Acts chapter 20. We winding it down. But care of the dust said I need it will either care of the dust, he'll let me know if it was him. But somebody said you need to do that dust of your feet lesson again. Maybe it was Antoine, I don't remember. Somebody said that a couple of weeks ago. You need to do that class again. This is a commandment. Don't be on Clubhouse telling people, y'all need to stop eating pork. Well, then you need to stop arguing with me. 
Who is this? Oh, this is Josh. Josh, that's you? I thought you been told me to start eating pork. Why are you still in this room telling me to start eating pork? Don't the gospel also say, shake off the dust of your feet against me? You going to hell with me too? Dang, you got me. You're going to be really embarrassed if somebody hit you with that one day. Y'all don't want to obey the gospel. Y'all want to obey the parts of it that y'all like. Christians like the, the fuzzy feeling parts of it. You know, love your neighbor, forgiveness, mercy, charity. They like that part. But anything that even feel like a precept, no, we ain't trying to do that. You feel me? <laughs> we ain't trying to do that. <laughs> and when it comes to the Hebrews, you know what I'm saying? Anything that feels like it's done decently in order, they don't want nothing to do with that because they like being chaotic. They like being wild. They like wilding out. Hmm. But we're supposed to be about this truth. That's why I don't waste my time with people. You follow what I'm saying? I don't. You come with the same thing, I'm going to dismiss you off the stage. Like, bye. Now, if you're telling me you got something new, and y'all don't see me do it, I give people opportunities. If it's the same person, same argument, but something new, you got something new to bring, I'll listen to that. But if it's the same old, same old, man, get up out of here, man. What is wrong with you? That's the spirit of strife, y'all. That's a demonic spirit. I'm going to do a class on that. There's a lot of demons on this app, y'all. Y'all have no idea. A lot of spiritual mm -hmm. warfare going on. Y'all have no idea. You got to bring that one out. I want to hear that one. No doubt. Y'all have no idea. Loving to argue. Just love it. Ooh. That's a demon. You got a demon on you. You don't even understand that, do you? You really don't. But this is Acts chapter 20. This is Paul again. Look at the terminology that he's using. 25 to 27. Acts chapter 20, 25 to 27. This is Acts chapter 20, verses 25. And now, behold, I know that ye all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, shall see my face no more. Mm -hmm. Wherefore I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. What did he mean when he said, I'm pure from the blood of all men, Kevin? He's warned everybody. Exactly. Ain't nobody blood on me. That's right. That meant that he knew that preaching the gospel meant warning everybody. That's what you supposed to be out here doing. Y'all too busy stuck arguing with them. You're supposed to warn them. They don't want to heed the warning. Cool. Keep it moving. Find some other people to warn. Preach the gospel too. Read the next verse, please. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. For I have not shunned, which means avoided. Right. To declare unto you all the counsel of God. They just come out everything that the gospel teaches or the word of God. I have shown you everything. Why is Paul talking like he could be damned for not doing his job? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm because he could have been. A lot of y'all consider y'allself to be preachers and disciples. What are you doing on Clubhouse? Are you 
telling people the counsel of God and if they don't hear it, are you shaking off the dust of your feet and going and declaring it to somebody else who hasn't heard it? Or are you stuck arguing with the same people over and over again like a lazy, unprofitable servant? Going against the gospel. Opening up rooms with clickbait titles to get the same people to come in and argue with them over and over again. Instead of going out into this world on Clubhouse or otherwise and trying to reach people who's never even heard this before. Y'all understand what I'm saying? I love my brothers. I love Corey Brewer. I love Mal Halal. But I'm not interested in debating or talking to either one of them. Not about something we disagree on. Because I already know they, their view on it. We've talked about this stuff before. Why would I want to talk to them? And they should feel the same way about me. This is not a shot. It's just reality. Yo, Josh ain't trying to hear that salvation only for Israel thing. We know he don't believe that. Why would we keep trying to push that on him? I don't want to talk to them about that. That's, that's done. I'm shaking the dust off my feet concerning that. Y'all don't want to believe it. And some of y'all know the people who don't want to hear what y'all have to say have zero rebuttal for what you presented. They just don't believe. And you still talking to them? They're not even putting up a decent fight anymore. And you still talking to them. That's a lazy, unprofitable, damned to hell servant. Because you disobeying the gospel. You, you're really <laughs> stuck on stupid. Let it go. Paul knew it, and everybody would have knew it. That's why Kev of the Dust has a very adamant, stern attitude about separation. When you leave somebody, ain't that separating, Kevin J? Yes, sir. If I depart from you, every time you read it, Paul and his companions, they, they depart. They separate. Like, yo, okay, you don't want to hear it? We out. You down. They even told the people. You know, when they had the opportunity, when they weren't sneaking out for fear of their lives, when they could tell the people, they would let them know, yo, I'm done with you. They even let them know who we finna go preach to. Hey, I'm finna go talk to the, the Gentiles. I'm clean. My blood is not on you. Y'all ain't trying to get nobody's blood off of y'all. Y'all trying to pile up more blood. Because every second you spend not shaking off the dust of your feet by arguing with the same people you should have moved on years ago from, there's somebody's blood on your head that you didn't warn in time. Mm. Paul knew that. That's why Paul used that kind of terminology. He knew that was part of the gospel. Let's move on. And you don't got to necessarily move literally somewhere. We're on the app. You just open up a room and just talk about some stuff. It ain't got to be the same controversial stuff. Talk about some stuff. People have stopped by. Hmm, I ain't never heard this before. This is the gospel. Reach new people. See, I like looking in the audience and not recognizing the majority of people in this audience right now. I don't know these people. But I like that. I like that. You know, I know my, my ABT people, you know, most of them got their own ABT thumbnail, right? But there's a lot of people in this audience. I don't know you. But I like that. That means that you heard what we're teaching and you came to hear something 
that obviously you weren't getting anywhere else. That's the way it's supposed to be. I don't want to look at the audience and see the same people every week. I want to see them and some more people. Y'all understand what I'm saying? New people. Because that means our message is reaching new people. That's how it's supposed to be. Paul and Barnabas, they kept it moving. Jesus told his disciples and those 70 to keep it moving. Get in, preach this word. If they hear it, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a good house. You know, preach peace to it, all the other good stuff. If they don't hear it, shake off the dust of your feet as a testimony against them. Keep it moving. Read the book of Acts. Paul stayed moving and traveling. This is an app. I mean, come on, man. On an app, you literally have the ability to be all over the planet without even leaving your house. And some of y'all still too lazy to move. You understand what I'm saying? You're not even digitally moving. <laughs> How lazy is that, Kevin? The apostles had to actually get out and travel. Right. Y'all don't even want to digitally travel. Man, you ain't going to have no excuse. You know, man, you, you sorry. I had to believe on Judge Day, Jesus going to be straight up calling people sorry. They're going to be his at back word. <laughs> you sorry, dude. <laughs> you feel me? Come on, y'all. I'm, I'm, like I tell y'all, I talk to y'all. I don't talk at y'all. I talk to y'all. Just like we family. Family don't mince words. Family tell you just how it is. Right? You don't even want to move digitally. That means you ain't got to literally move nowhere. <laughs> Man, y'all know that's sorry. Right? But let's move on. Where we stop at? We said on clean. We stop at 27. Okay, let's move on. Let's go back to Acts chapter 19. And we only got one more after that. Like, man, shake off that dust of your feet, man. That's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to be locked in an eternal conflict with the same people so you can't get out and preach to other people. Exactly. It's the same people, same controversial topics, same, same, same. You ain't cut tie with these people yet. Even if they're in the same room with you and they try to come for you while you're in there trying to reach other people, you just tell that brother or that sister politely, look, we don't talk about this before. You got your view of it. I got mine. Neither one of us is changing our view. So you go and you talk to the other people in this room about it and I'll say what I got to say about it. But if we're in here and that's the topic on the table, then I'm leaving the room. Because that's still going to be me dealing with them. Look, what y'all are talking about? When does the day begin? Okay, well, I see my, I, I see what you're calling over here. You know, Bleedo in this room too. So I'm gonna let y'all have that. I'll come back when y'all talking about something else. I'm not oh, trying to get yeah, locked uh, And that room just opened. Did you room? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a pic. When does the day begin? Send me a screenshot. <laughs> see, I told y'all. I told y'all, man. See, that's crazy. But it's not the first time I don't put something out there and then the spirit shows you in real time that I'm telling the truth. It wouldn't be yeah. the first time. Right? This Acts chapter 19, 8 to 10. 
Yeah, I'll say that. You said 19, correct? Yep, versus 8 to 10. Okay. That's 19 mm -hmm. verse 8. And we went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. This is talking about Paul again. And he went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputing, that means arguing, debating, reasoning, discussing, and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God, which is the gospel. Y'all know that, right? Which is the gospel. Mm -hmm. Watch what it says in verse 9. 9. But when the divers were hardened and believed not, but spake evil of that way before the multitude, he departed from them and separated the disciples, disputing daily in the school of, of one Tyrannus. He stayed there arguing with them. He's in Ephesus, by the way. Does it say that? He stayed there arguing with them. Does it say no, that? Does he kept trying no. to convince them. Does it say that? No. What does no, it say? He departed from them. He left. He shook off the dust of his feet. He shook his raiment. And he went and started. He said he departed from them and separated the disciples, disputing daily in the school of one Tyrannius. He went somewhere else and started trying to present his case somewhere else. Yeah. We don't do that, do we, Kevin J? Yeah, so we don't do that. <laughs> that's every, that, this is a commandment. This is a rule of the gospel. Y'all not following the rules. Y'all have to understand that. This is not an option. You have to shake off the dust of your feet. They don't want to hear it. Keep it moving. That's what they did. He said he departed and he kept it moving. Y'all setting up camp. Y'all getting y'all mail forwarded there. Y'all don't plan on leaving. That's why y'all don't see me on Clubhouse in the same rooms arguing with the same people over the same stuff. I'm not going to keep doing that. Same people. I want to argue with you. Just, no, no, no. I, I've shaken off the dust of my feet against you, bro. That means I'm done with you, man. I'm doing what my master commanded me to do. It ain't even got nothing to do with you. They'll take it personal. You know, Trey, thank you too good. Trilla, thank you too good. It, it ain't got nothing to do with you, bro. It's nothing personal. Just like me choosing not to eat pork is nothing personal against the pig. You feel me? It's just my <laughs> Lord and Savior. My, my God tells me I'm not supposed to eat pork. It ain't nothing personal against the pig. It's like a woman getting mad at you, Kevin J, and holding it personal against you because you don't want to cheat on your wife with her. It ain't nothing personal right, against right. you. I'm just, I love my wife, and I'm not trying to commit adultery because my Lord and Savior said, don't commit adultery. People try to make stuff about them. Ain't got nothing to do with you, bro. I'm not talking to you because it tells me to shake off the dust of my feet. But if you want to make it personal, you give me a freaking headache. <laughs> You bore me. You're talking about the same thing over and over again. Now, 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 if you want some personal reasons, I give you some personal reasons. But at the top of all of that, it's because my Lord and Savior told me to stop talking to you over and over again. He wanted us to be done, y'all. I hope y'all understand that. He wants us to be done with people. Y'all don't know how to be done with people. 
Like I said, y'all got attachment issues. Y'all are emotionally attached to some people and you don't want to admit it. And when we hear that word emotion, we always think in love. No. You have an emotional connection. It could be love. It could be hate. It can even be anger. I'm going to have to do a class on that. Because a lot of us are emotionally connected to people and we don't even know it. We think um, the only emotional connection is love. No? Mm -hmm. Shake off the dust of your feet. Don't even let an emotional connection build. And that's another thing. That's what happens. You stick around them so long, you're going to develop an emotional connection with them. That's human nature. That's why they told them to keep it moving. I know, I know some of y'all, if you worked on a job with some people long enough, just working on a job, by human nature, you're going to develop some kind of emotional connection with the people because you've been working around them so long. This is even in slavery time in America. This is why the slave people are also, the slaves were stupid. They used to love their masters. How stupid can you be? It didn't have anything to do with anybody being stupid. They was around these people for so long, you're going to build some kind of emotional connection to them. Sometimes it was love. That's just human nature. So before any kind of emotional connection can even formulate, keep it moving as soon as you see they don't want to hear it. But a lot of y'all already know, got connected. It could be through love, it could be through hate, it could be through anger, it could be through envy. Something is keeping you from shaking the dust off your feet and moving on from those people. You got to figure out what it is. But you better figure it out soon or it's a lake of fire for you. Let's go to the last one. Let's go to Titus chapter 3. I try to tell people, Kevin. I try to tell them. Nobody wants to believe. Everybody want to keep going against this gospel. I pray, I really do, that y'all take heed. Because this is just as important as love your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. This is all rules of the gospel. And they wonder why Kevin J be real hard on that separation and be going in saying, y'all bring this on yourselves when y'all be talking about headaches and blood pressure rising and stuff. He's right. You do bring it on yourself. But I take a headache and a little high blood pressure any day over the lake of fire. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> if that ain't an incentive for you to stop, I don't know what is. Right. Right. This is Titus chapter 3 and verse 10, and we're going to read it in other translations so y'all can see. See, this is Paul instructing Titus on how to deal with other believers. And more often than not, we're dealing with other believers. Just because they got a different understanding, they're still believers, right? They're still believers in some sense, right? But watch what it says. And when I say believers here, we're talking about messianic believers, people who claim they believe in Jesus, right? So this is Titus chapter 3 and verse 10. Read that, please. A man that is a heretic after the first and second admonition, reject. It said, 
a man that is a heretic after the first and second admonition, which means warning, reject. And a heretic is a, a person that causes schisms or division, right? It says after the first and, or, and second warning, reject. Paul just said two times, <laughs> yep. right? That's it. Read the next part. Knowing that he that is such, such he knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinned being condemned of himself. He said, knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinned being condemned of himself. I told you these people are damned. I've been saying that all night. But you'll be damned with them if you keep messing with them after the first or second warning. But let me show y'all how this reads in other translations. And y'all gonna be like, wow. Because these people know. First, we're going to read it in the ERV, which is the easy to read version. This is Titus 3 and 10. Look how it reads here, Kevin. Give a warning to all those who cause arguments. Oh. Hmm. That's all I see on love. <laughs> okay, okay. If they continue to cause trouble after a second warning, then don't associate with them. Well, dang. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> right, exactly. Kevin the Dutch couldn't have said it better himself. It said, give a warning to those who cause arguments. If they continue to cause trouble after a second warning, then don't associate with them. What does it mean to stop associating with somebody, Kevin? What, what does that mean? Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Separate from them. Then verse 11 says, you know that people like that are evil and sinful. Their sins prove they are wrong. So you ain't got to prove them wrong. Their sins prove they're wrong. Right. Let me show you how this reading in the GW or also known as the God's Word translation. This is Titus 3, verse 10. Have nothing to do with people who continue to teach false doctrine after you have warned them once or twice. We all be on here and they teaching false doctrine. Don't we, Captain J? Yep. It says have nothing to do. What does have nothing to do with? Does that mean you're going to be sitting in that room? Does it mean that, Captain? No. What no. does have nothing to do with somebody mean? Does that mean you're not at their house? Depart. You're not texting them? You're not on the phone with them? You're not in their room? You depart. Have nothing to do with. Have nothing to do with people who continue to teach false doctrine after you have warned them once or twice. Verse 11. You know that people like this are corrupt. They are sinners condemned by their own actions. Notice that Paul is talking to Titus like, like you know what kind of people they are. Mm -hmm. I, how many times you heard me say this to y'all? Y'all know what kind of people these are. Yeah. I tell y'all that all the time. One more place, Bible in basic English, Titus 3 and 10. Listen to this one. A man whose opinions are not those of the church after a first and second protest is to be kept out of your society. Wow. It's communicato. That's what that is, right? Verse 11. Clearly, he is in error and a sinner being self-judged. 
And so he self-judged. In other words, he don't self-check. Yeah. Do, do, do y'all see this? See, they, they didn't play about this constantly going back and forth with people after they don't want to hear it. They kept it moving. Get up out of here. See, my favorite one, though, Kevin, was the ERV. I'm going to read that one more time. <laughs> Give a warning to all those who cause arguments. If they continue to cause trouble after a second warning, then don't associate with them. That's super plain. Super plain. And I still see y'all associated with them. You're in their rooms. You're on their stages. You're going back and forth with them after you know they don't want to hear it. You don't know how to shake the dust off your feet. You won't do it. That means you're disobeying the gospel. I don't know why you think you're in the clear and you're disobeying the gospel, even though everywhere we read said that if you disobey the gospel, you're going to hell. A lot of y'all are going to be going to hell for not leaving people alone who go going to hell. <laughs> that makes sense to me. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to me. They going to hell. You don't want to leave them alone. You're going to go with them. Yeah. You tried to save them. Take solace in that, yo. I tried to save them. So sisters and brothers, I hope that you understand the rules of the gospel and that one of the most important ones is shaking off the dust of your feet, which means if you have tried to show people this truth and they don't want to hear it, you're supposed to shake off the dust of your feet, which is a um, euphemism we're simply saying, I'm done dealing with somebody. But don't forget why you're dealing with them in the first place. You're trying to save their souls. That's why Jesus told his disciples, I'm going to show you how to be fishers of people. I'm going to show you how to catch and convert people over to this truth. But he couldn't show you how to do that without giving you rules. And y'all have been breaking the rules of the gospel. And anybody who does not obey the gospel is going to hell. Even you, the preacher of the gospel. So I hope and pray that whoever needed to hear this lesson heard it. Because if you keep breaking the rules of the gospel and not shaking off the dust of your feet against people who don't want to hear what you're saying, then you're going to be done, well done, in the lake of fire. We'll be back after these brief announcements. All right, everybody. First of all, shout out to all 84 of you who are still in the room. We'd like to thank you for coming out. We have classes every week, every Saturday. We open the clubhouse at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I try to play some nice inspirational music for you for about 30 minutes. And class starts around 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If anybody's interested in ordering a past class, you can do so by going to our online store. This information is under my thumbnail. Just simply click on my thumbnail if you want to see this information. The online store address is absolutebibletruth.com forward slash store. Again, that's absolutebibletruth.com forward slash store. And I've seen some new names pop up on their store taking advantage of this information. So shout out to the people 
who's um, started tapping into some of this information. Over 200 classes on the online store, and eventually I will add more. Also, if anybody's interested in supporting this ministry, if you feel blessed by what you're hearing and would just like to show some support, you can do it one of two ways. This information is also under my thumbnail, under my bio. The first way is through PayPal using our email address. I mean, you can also contact us at this address. It's absolute Bible truth forever at yahoo.com. That's absolute Bible truth, the number four, EVA at yahoo.com. You don't spell out the word for it, you have to type the numerical digit for it. So that's absolute Bible truth forever at yahoo.com. And of course, the other way you can donate is through Cash App, which is the simpler way for most people, using the Cash App tag, which is money sign, capital ABTM, lowercase s. Again, that's capital ABTM, lowercase s. And that stands for Absolute Bible Truth Ministries. At this time, we will bring in Brother Ariel, aka the Prince of Positivity. He will give the announcements as well as a summary of today's class. Ariel, are you there, brother? Shalom, can you hear me? You are loud and clear, sir. Awesome. All praises. So today, class title is Rules of the Gospel, Shaking Off the Dust to Your Feet. And we learned that today we're not supposed to be going around continuously arguing with the same people. We're not supposed to continue to engage in conversations with the same people who don't agree with us, who don't view the scriptures how we view the scriptures, who don't share uh, what we value in the scriptures. If they don't value it, then we're not supposed to be around them. We're not supposed to be continuing arguing with them. We're not supposed to be in the same rooms with them. We're supposed to be teaching and preaching to people who want to hear the word. We're supposed to be bringing this people, bringing this word to new people so that they may have a chance to get understanding. Instead of arguing with the same person, you could be trying to save someone else. And this is not a suggestion. This is not an opinion-based activity. This is a commandment. This is a requirement. This is a rule that we are to follow as believers in Christ because not even the disciples stuck around and continued to argue with the uh, people in the temples. They went in once, they went in twice, and then they shook off their feet and went to the Gentiles. They went to Israel once, and they went to Israel twice, and then they shook, they shook off the dust of their feet and went to the Gentiles. So we are to follow in their example and do the same thing. So that is the rules of the gospel, shaking off the dust of your feet. And let's get into a couple of announcements. So May is coming up, and y'all know that in May, we have the men's ministry the first Sunday in May coming up. So prepare for the men to go to that every first Sunday, 7 p.m., where we talk men's health physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, spiritually, all that good stuff. We try to create a community for the men to help build better men, not only for their families, but not but for the community as well. So if you're interested in that, that is the first Sunday of the month. We also have Absolute Bible Truth online school coming up. The university, the online university will be starting in May as well. I believe, Brother Josh, do you have this specific date? I think you mentioned it last week. Yes, I do. Remember I told you, it's actually this upcoming Thursday on the 4th. Okay, Thursday, okay. May 4th. If you're interested in joining the Absolute 
Bible Truth Online University. You can contact Brother Josh in his back channel. You can get his profile picture and hit the message button so that you can message him to join the university. It's a great university, great opportunity to become a master.